right, you hear the music, you know the show. You're listening to Ray Ellis Sports on the Voice America Network. I'm in Phoenix, living like it matters, and what matters to me? Well, I'll tell you what, uh, because of the special guest that I got on my show today, I'm just going to go, you know, to the heart of it all, because it, he and I have something, well, we have a number of things in common. So what matters to me is this show is going to be all about where champions are made and success is a tradition, because a young man is on the phone with me uh, who is going to speak to some of you out there who's going to be listening uh, and feel free to call. Today, I, you know, I will open up the lines. If somebody wants to call, feel free. A couple of the fellows out there from the Hall of Fame City might want to call in at 888-346-91, as Moses Malone would say, fo fo. <laughs> Again, that's 888-346-9144. Uh, but you're listening to Rail Sports on the Voice of America Network. And, of course, uh, as I said, uh, what matters to me is where champions are made and success is a tradition. And, and that's because I have a young man on the phone who has uh, uh, been winning all his life, uh, in life and in basketball. And uh, a lot of times uh, basketball and life, although people don't think they have anything to do with one another, they do, people. I want you to know that uh, professional athletes are human beings. They have a life to live as well. And their journey to becoming successful at times is just as challenging as yours. And I think it's time for us to start embracing professional athletes in our communities to support them, their dreams and their goals, because they are a product of you. All of us had a chance to watch you do something great in life as a human being because you supported us and it meant so much to us. You inspired us. We become what we are because of you. You motivated us. You pushed us. You challenged us. You supported us. You fed us. You gave us rides. You bought us things. You, you complimented us and you criticized us. And you told us to get the hell out of here when we were in places that we should have never been in our lives. And because of that, Success is a tradition. So with that being said, I'm going to uh, introduce my guest. And, and also, I, you know, I got I don't know when I'm going to start calling Jay Keys, uh, my uh, co-host. We have to change the name of the show to Ray and Jay. But uh, uh, Jay is also on the line. So, Jay, you there. Am I right? Yes, I am. Well, man, I, I want to appreciate. First of all, I want to tell you, I appreciate the fact that you made this happen. Uh, you got our special guest on the line for us. So I'm just going to go ahead and. Uh, and say hello to him, and the three of us are going to have a, a long conversation. As a matter of fact, our conversation is going to last the entire show. We're going to take our normal breaks, but uh, it'll last the entire show. So for those of you who are uh, in somewhat uh, suspense, the suspense is over. Uh, I like to think that my name is a nice name. I like my name, but my name's a little short because <laughs> the young man who's got a version of my name and his name, his name is a little bit longer, and uh, he's won championships at the professional level, which I never have. Raymar Morgan. Ray, how you doing, man? I'm good. Thanks for having me, Ray. Man, it's I'm I'm gonna tell you, I'm gonna be honest, man. It's it's just a pleasure, man. It's a it's a pleasure. I'm 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 happy. Uh I'm I'm proud. Uh I'm 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 a homer, because uh, I like to see my homeboys do well. Uh somebody once said to me that people don't mind you doing good. But when you start doing good and well, then they feel a little bit threatened. I am not threatened, man. I am so happy <laughs> and so proud uh, because we can hand the baton off to somebody like you who's who's doing great things and enjoying life. But first of all, Raymar, man, you you got to talk to me a little bit, man. This championship you won, I'm not gonna mess it up because you play ball overseas in Germany. I'm not gonna all mess. Right. I'm not gonna mess up any names, the league name, the team name. I'm gonna let you pronounce everything correctly. <laughs> but tell us about the league and. Tell us about the championship and the MVP. That's, that's a lot, but you did a lot. So tell us a little bit about playing ball overseas, man, and the, and the league and the championship and the MVP. You just won, man. Go ahead. Oh, thank you. Um, well, the, these last two years I played in uh, – well, the last three years I played in Germany um, in the uh, Bundesliga uh, league, um, it's the German league. Um, but the last two years I played on Horatio uh, Farm Ulam. Um, it's about, uh, I would say, an hour and a half away from Munich and about an hour away from Stuttgart, um, which we had uh, a lot of success within the two years that I played. Um, just this last year, um, we finished the regular season 30-2. Um, and two. 
um, which we broke the, you know, the German or Bundesliga record. And uh, I also uh, received uh, the MVP award, uh, finishing out the regular season as well. So wow. um, we've had quite a bit of success uh, the last couple of years, and uh, it was a, it was a great time. Man, uh, first of all, I'm not going to take that too lightly uh, because I know you from one of those schools up north. And it seems like it's some kind of tradition y'all got going on now, man. Y'all don't just win championships, but it seems like now y'all, you know, got to break a record when you, you know, well, last year, uh, of course, uh, Draymond didn't break the record in terms of winning the championship and the most games in the season. But uh, but you did that, you know, <laughs> so that is uh, that's amazing, man. Now, uh, just just think about that when, when you came into uh, the league and particularly uh, the team we just spoke about, um, Obviously, they haven't won. They hadn't won the amount of games that you had. Uh, you just won. Uh, were they successful? Had they ever won a championship before? Were they expected to win a championship prior to when you got there? Um, no, uh, that's for sure. Uh, they, they're every year. They're they're pretty good. The uh, the league is always a, a top tier league over in Europe. Um, but the Ratio Farm usually finishes uh, around the. Uh, fifth or sixth place um, usually every year. So they de- they have uh, decent success, but um, the- these last couple of years, uh, I think we went uh, be- beyond everybody's expectations and uh, really shocked a lot of people uh, from our play. Well, um, let me ask you a question. You know, based upon the fact of what we're becoming accustomed to seeing here and I don't I really don't have a problem with it I'm one of those athletes or former athletes that I believe that a person should have the opportunity as a professional whatever profession you're in to take the best opportunity for you and your family based upon whatever that criteria might be if it's winning a championship then that's fine if it's the most money that's fine if it's in a warm climate that's fine anybody else who works in corporate America can go work where they where they choose to. But in, in your case, I want to ask you, you know, they're talking about, you know, building these. Well, they're not dream teams because there was only one dream team ever. But, uh, you know, talking about building these teams. Uh, how do you feel about that, Raymar? When you made your decision, were there other people on that team that made it attractive for you? What did you take in consideration when you made your decision where you would play? Um, I, I think it, I think a little bit goes into it. Um, I mean, you always want to pair up with with uh, other guys that that you know are winners, uh, which I don't think is a bad thing. At the end of the day, I think it's um, everybody's decision, um, whether it's you know Kevin Durant making the choice to go to the Warriors and, and join three other All Stars, or whether it was LeBron leaving um, his hometown Cleveland and going to join two more All Stars with Dwayne Wade and Chris Bosh. Um, I mean, these guys are competitors at the end of the day. Um, so they know, you know, if we join these teams, that, that they can take that next step and, and potentially become an NBA champion. So um, I think those things play into it. Um, so, yeah, I would have to say um, just knowing um, what you're walking into, the type of situation you're walking into is, is huge. Um, and if you can get a couple of all-stars, while doing that, um, I mean, it makes it even sweeter. When you came in, when you joined the team, has anybody did anybody join at the same time that you did, or was uh, the roster pretty much set, and, and you were, if you will, the uh, the big man coming into town? Um, well, actually, I was one of the, the last guys to sign, so I was able to see, um, you know, which direction the team was going and, you know, um, <laughs> uh, who all signed before me. Mm-hmm. which was great, and it made me uh, pretty much decide if I wanted to go there. And uh, after I, after seeing uh, guys like Deshaun Butler and Chris Babb and, you know, um, Tim Holbrook sign, um, it was a no-brainer for me because I knew, you know, with me joining this team, these guys could can play. I mean, with me joining that team, I knew that uh, hopefully we could take the next step and and, and win big, so... Well, it looks like that you made the right decision, certainly. As you said, you walked away with that uh, championship trophy and the MVP. People are always ask questions about uh, what's more important, to, to be a most valuable player or to win a championship. You won them both at the same time. Which do you feel is more important to you, Raymond? 
Um, I would have to say uh, won the championship. Um, simply because it's, at the end of the day, it's a team sport, and it's nothing like uh, sharing that moment with the guys that you've worked all season, season with, and uh, put in that extra time just on your game, and you know, build, building those relationships. So, um, definitely, I mean, don't get me wrong, the MVP accolade is is great, and, and it speaks volumes of, of your personal achievements, but. I will have to say championship all day. All right. Listen, we're going to take a break. You listen to Rail of Sports on the Voice America Network. Got my guest with me today from Canton, Ohio, Raymar Morgan, MVP and champion. We take a break and we'll be right back. Your internet flagship station for sports. Sports. So Andy Serling packed his bags, left the city, and is enjoying his temporary digs in Saratoga. But that won't stop us from bringing you Playing to Win, the best online handicapping show for serious horse players. Catch Andy and his great lineup of guests every week throughout the month of August on location from the beautiful Saratoga Racecourse. He and his guests are some of the best in the biz. They bring you new insights to making money, and they tell it like it is. I'm 3-5-1 in this race, but the three is very much the one to be. We're going to completely disagree on this race. I absolutely disagree. Spicer, especially at one to two. And it's anything but the same old horse racing show. This is a nine horse field, but really there are seven donkeys and two zebras. Playing to Win with Andy Serling, a show seriously committed to making more money at the game, but with a personality. This is a dunce cap horse for me. If this horse wins, next week I got the dunce cap on. YouBet.com's Playing to Win, presented by the Daily Racing Forum. Look for it the day before big race days, mostly Fridays. Find a complete schedule in the Daily Racing Forum or click on Playing to Win at YouBet.com. Have you friended us on Facebook yet? Why not? Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for the keywords Voice America. Once you are part of our Facebook network, you'll receive daily messages about what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and new happenings of the Voice America Talk Radio Network. And you can add your voice to the always active discussions on our wall. Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for Voice America. Your internet flagship station for sports, Voice America Sports. Okay, you hear that music, you know the show. You're listening to Ray Ellis Sports on the Voice America Network. I'm in Phoenix, living like it matters. Of course, my guest today is uh, my friend. Uh, family's been friends for years. Uh, just a tremendous young man, uh, now a champion and a most valuable player, Raymar Morgan. Uh, Raymar, of course, went to one of them schools up north. I got to give it up to him, man. Did his thing up there. I still enjoy cheered for him as loud as could be. I think it was in 2009 out here in Arizona. I hope you could hear me from Arizona in that Final Four, bro, because I was screaming, lost my voice and everything. But uh, Raymar is, as I said, a champion, the most valuable player, uh, my homeboy from the Hall of Fame city. Uh, Raymar, I, I don't know if you know about this, um, but our home has uh, been you know, identified as one of the 50 worst cities uh, in the United States of America. I just got to, I just want to ask you, growing up in Canton, uh, what, what, what was your memories? Was, was, it, was, it, was it that tough? Was it, was it easy? Was it hard? I mean, get, let's shine a little bit of light on our hometown and your experience growing up in Canton. Share some of that with us. Uh, I mean, uh, my experience was, was great growing up. Uh, um, I, as a kid, I always stayed outside, uh, played, um, you know, um, sports, whether it was riding my bike, playing football, basketball, whatever the case may have been. Um, it, it was it was great. I stayed outside. I never wanted to go home. Um, but, but I think now um, it's a little different. Uh, you know, times have changed. Um, kids like to play video games all day. And, you know, they want to stay inside or... You know, or if they're not outside, then um, they're in the streets, which is, you know, uh, <clears throat> another bad thing. So um, I think the, the times have definitely changed. But growing up, man, I had a blast. Yeah, and uh, uh, if I'm not mistaken, Raymar, you graduated from McKinley and I'm not going to get it wrong. 2006. 2006, right. And um, 
because I, I remember that summer you guys, of course, um, came through Philadelphia and played right. in a in a summer league game there and just uh, made me proud again because I could brag because, of course, because, <laughs> of course, you guys did an excellent job and, and walked out of there. And then you got a chance to, uh, of course, uh, a little bit later, go up up north. And I want you to know that I not illegally. But I was putting my words in for you, my man. I just, uh, and, I, and I want you, I'm going to go on record. And I'm going to tell you, and I'm going to tell the world, that coach pulled me aside. When my family was traveling through, here I am trying to travel across country. I'm going to stop at The Ohio State University and show my family, where their, my children, where their mother and father met. And while I'm doing so, I'm in the football stadium, and Thad Mata is showing a young man around and uh, showing him all parts of the university, uh, saw me, said hello to me, pulled me aside, and I want you to know, and I want Carol, of course, for those who don't know, uh, Carol is mama, to know that he told me, Ray, I messed up. He said, I messed up bad. I wish I could have called you. I wish I could have talked to you, but I messed up. Uh, I, I, I told his mom some things. I wanted to take my time and wait, and I, I and she will not talk to me. <laughs> he me we wanted you bad. He messed it up. It was too late. Um, but you got away, and you went up there. But, but Canton, Canton got you prepared to go and, and perform at such a high level at Michigan State. Let's talk a little bit about the basketball in Canton. Uh, everybody talks about football in Canton, but basketball, we have a rich tradition in Canton. A lot of people don't know that about how successful, well, I'm not going to say a lot of people don't because we tell everybody we can. But, but talk about your experience playing basketball and some of those people that you might have looked up to, you might have went to games to when you were, were a young man in junior high school and watched them play and they might have inspired you to go to that next level. What was it like growing up playing basketball in Canton? Oh, man, it was great. Um... I mean, growing up, we always uh, we always go used to go to the uh, Southeast Community Center or the Northeast and, and get get a chance to play against you know the Keaton Clouds and the Eric Snows and and guys of the neighborhood or you know to us we're legends. Um, so I mean, just the entire experience was was great. I mean, and and these guys never took days off or they never took it easy on you. So. Um, it just made us um, that much better, um, that much earlier and growing up. And uh, the guys I even grew up with, I mean, the Marcus Parkers, the Todd Browns, the, the Ricky Jacksons, those guys, I mean, I had been playing with those guys for nearly all my life. So, um, you know, growing up, it was, it was always, we always had battles and we always competed um, at the highest level. Um, which made us very good uh, once we, you know, got to high school at McKinley and, and was at, were able to win a couple of championships. How, how important was that to you, Raymar, to be able to be recognized by those who are older than you to allow you to play with them, against them? Uh, did that help your confidence? Did that, did that help you as, as a young man, just, just the fact that you knew those individuals, you're seeing them play on television? How how, how impactful was that on your life? Uh, it, it meant everything. I mean, I think that's what we lack in the community um, today. Um, these guys, these kids don't really have too many people to look up to them or get a chance to be around uh, the upper echelon guys that are in the NBA. Um, it's rare that you see guys come back and, you know, hat throw camps or, or come back and just play pickup um, with, you know, with the community. Um, and, and and when I was a kid, that that meant everything to me. I mean, because first off, these were the guys that we looked up to, and these are guys that we wanted to be like. Um, so um, it was it was a very special thing for me. I know one thing that's extremely important in your family is education. Uh, there is a uh, a woman uh, I'm going to identify as Miss Clark. That is Grandma. Uh, that yes. is uh, so special to so many people. God bless her. Um, I understand that um, uh, that had to be a difficult time. Um, but at the same time, she meant so much to so many uh, of us. Um, education is extremely important because everybody can't play basketball or football. Uh, the educational system in Canton, Ohio, did you feel you were prepared coming out of a public school system to go and, and, and 
compete for an education or certainly um, do everything you can to receive your degree out of Michigan State University? You think you were prepared when you left McKinley? Oh, most definitely. Um, not only, you know, um, <laughs> did my grandmother push me, but my mother worked in the school system as well, along with my aunt, um, Jay's mother. Mm-hmm. So um, it was no slacking off for me. Um, uh, even if, you know, even if I wanted to, I, I couldn't get away with anything. So uh, with those people, you know, right right there in the school system, um, working at the same um, school I went to, it was it, it was tough on me. I, I didn't like it some days, but I appreciate it now that I'm older. And, and you know, that's really interesting. Uh, I was going to get around to Mama. I can't leave Mama out. Of course, uh, shout out to Jamie. Um and, and 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 can't leave pop out either. So I, what I want what I wanted to say, uh, as it relates to uh, the education, is that some people uh, believe that athletes are just treated so special, and and education is not important to them. And then at the same time, I don't think people realize how demanding it is that that person who is an athlete has the same demands on them to perform in the classroom as the person who's not, but you got to be an athlete, an elite athlete. How challenging was that for you to be an elite athlete, somebody who could have went to any school across the country except for, okay, them folks down in Columbus couldn't get it right, but you, you know what I mean. <laughs> you know, how, how challenging is that, man, to, to come home after practice at McKinley and you trying to win a state championship, and you you know after that you need to go home and go to bed, but you got work to do. You go to college, you trying to win a national championship. You sleep, you have to practice. You've been to class all day. You got to come home. You you got homework. You got to get done. Is that something is, that you take for granted, or is is that something that it, it really is challenging and demanding on you and everybody else who does that? Uh, but it's nothing that should be taken lightly. Is that your um, opinion, or is it something that, man, it's no big deal? Oh, man, no, it was definitely challenging. Um, for example, uh, I remember in college, um, we, when we had away games, we sometimes would come back <clears throat> um, later that, that night. Um, so we would get back around, you know, 2 or 3 in the morning, um, uh, after you know, after playing the game, whether it was in Minnesota or Ohio State or Illinois, wherever, wherever the case may be, but we coming back, and I remember having to get up um, and lift at six o'clock in the morning. Wow! Um, and after lifting, I would have a tutor, um, you know, uh, from from maybe uh, eight to nine. Wow. Then I have class all day. After class, I have practice. And after practice, I have another tutor. You know what I mean. So, mm. so the my my schedule in college was very hectic, and and uh, it, it taught me a lot. It makes you uh, it makes you mature a lot faster than you than you actually want to. Um, but it, it places a lot of responsibility on you, and I think a lot of kids that that take it serious, they they become successful. Well, you said something that I, you know, we got three minutes till this break is over, but you said something that, that you used the word a couple times that I think is extremely important because there was a young man that's my age that I saw um, on Facebook, and I think he just got his master's degree. But this is a person that told me that when he was in maybe grade school, high school, even he was considered slow. Tutoring is always had a negative connotation to it when you're young. People make fun of you. I, I need somebody like you, Raymar, to step up and tell these young kids there is nothing in the world wrong with getting assistance from somebody to help you be successful in the classroom. Can you can you confirm that? Uh, yeah, it's, it's absolutely nothing wrong with getting um, help from somebody. Because, I mean, at the end of the day, uh, if you don't know the answer, somebody else does. Um, and you know, it's, it's nothing wrong with asking questions and, and getting that extra help that you need, um, you know, to be success, successful. Um, and so tutors, I needed them all throughout college <laughs> and I would, even today, I would, I would never turn down, you know, the extra help. So, um, it, it was great for me. Well, I'm glad to hear that coming from you because I, you know, a lot of times, you know, kids can be very mean to one another. 
And I think that happens a lot of people. You know, they walk past, they, they call it special class. They, you know, they got every kind of name in the book uh, that is negative associated with somebody that's getting some academic support. Uh, but on the football field or the basketball court, you know, hey, you know, if we get some extra support, if somebody's showing you how to post up, move, or, or Kobe want to, you know, show you how to do things out there on that too, or, you know, uh, LeBron want to help you out, or, 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 or Draymond. Yeah, man, y'all take any kind of help you can get, I know. And, exactly. uh, it's made you a champion that you are, and uh, I'm glad to be uh, affiliated with you in some capacity. I'm reaching way out, man. I'm giving you some dab way up there, man. I'm so happy for you with that championship ring you're going to have. Uh, I don't Thank know if you, you had – this is your first one in, in, at professional level, right? This is your first national, cha- national championship ring, right? Right. Well, uh, is that going to mama, or are you going to keep that one yourself? Uh, hopefully I can get some more <laughs> and then uh, – in the future, but I think you got always got to keep. The, yeah, you got to keep uh, that first one, man, for, the, for yourself. Because you're not guaranteed that second one. When you get that second one, you can make a whole lot of decisions. But I'm gonna exactly. tell you that that uh, that we are all so proud of you. Uh, as a matter of fact, there's a reunion. I'm gonna put you on the spot. There's a reunion that we have in there uh, during Hall of Fame uh, weekend. Uh, I've been in touch with uh, Michael Elliott and, and Nate Cooks and them and them fellas trying to. Um, do some things to help cement the tradition of Camp McKinley High School, of which you are a major part of it. So if you could join us, we we certainly like to have you there. So uh, I'm going to let you go, man. I appreciate all the time you've given me. We're going to take a break and uh, come back. But we've been uh, having a guest on the phone who has just made me as proud as I can be, Raymar Morgan. Raymar, thank you so much, man. I think he checked out. So Raymar checked out. So I'm going to check into this break. He's the Rail of Sports on the Voice America Network. I'm in Phoenix, living like it matters, and we'll be right back. Your internet flagship station for sports, Voice America Sports. Who do you feel the most important person is on a sports team? Is it the captain, the star player, or the fan? While it could truly be any of these individuals, more often than not, it's the coach. Listen for A Coach's Spirit with hosts Blake Rockwell and Kendall Allen. A Coach's Spirit offers a look into the human side of coaching and a chance to learn from some of the most impactful leaders in the game. Tune in every Tuesday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time, 11 a.m. Pacific Time on The Voice America Sports Channel. If you're looking for more information on firearms and the shooting sports, check out Taking Stock with Kelly McMillan. Kelly is the owner of McMillan Fiberglass Stocks with over 40 years of experience. Now he's ready to share some industry luminaries and their perspectives with you. If you're interested in firearms, whether it be for shooting, for fun, competition, hunting, or self-defense, Kelly is here to share his wisdom and experience. Listen live for Taking Stock with Kelly McMillan, Fridays at 11 a.m. Pacific Time, 2 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Sports Channel. Do you love sports talk? Can't get enough sports talk? Have we got a show for you. It's about the NFL training camps, Super Bowl previews, a look at the new starting quarterbacks, and weekly key injuries. We'll take your calls and emails right on the air. Former Philadelphia Eagle James Loving is your host, and you never know who'll drop by for a co-host spot or an interview on the spot. Tune in to Loving That Sports Talk with James Loving every Wednesday at noon Pacific Time, 3 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Sports Channel. Your internet flagship station for sports. Voice America Sports. All right, you listen to Rail of Sports on the Voice America Network. I'm in Phoenix, whatever like it matters. What matters to me, where champions are made and success is a tradition, and I just had a champion who has been very successful, uh, Raymar Morgan, uh, joining us. Raymar, of course, uh, playing ball overseas in Germany, walked away with a national championship and the MVP of the series over there. So, uh, of course, the Hall of Fame City will continue to acknowledge, brag, embrace, uh, talk about uh, love on Raymar forever and ever and ever. That's just how we do it in Canton, Ohio. We just uh, we we got a few hiccups going on. Uh, we got a couple problems. We we've been recognized in a category which we never want to be a part of. It's interesting. I'm gonna say this because uh, Canton, Ohio, has been identified as one of the 
top 50, within the top 50 cities that are the worst cities in the United States of America. And just now, I had a young man on the show who is in the top 50 greatest basketball players of all time at Michigan State University. I'd much rather talk about that than talk about the other thing. But I tell you what, that young man, Raymar, is going to help me. And this young man who's on the phone now, Jay, is going to help me because we're going to change that. That's up to us. If, if Michael Jackson said a long time. You know, the man in the mirror, take a look at yourself. We're going to do it like just like that. We're going to take a look at ourselves and we're going to make a change. All right. I got Jay Keys on the phone with me now. Jay, how's it going, man? Everything is going very well. Okay. That's good, man. Listen, uh, you just talked about, uh, of course, uh, uh, your family there, uh, Raymar being a champion, uh, MVP, both on the court and off the court. Uh, talked about talked about his days growing up in Canton, Ohio, and uh, things have changed a little bit. But it's up to you and I and a few others, including him, uh, to make a change. And we are committed uh, to making a change and to uh, make some things better. But uh, uh, of course, um, I want to talk a little bit with you now. Um, well, first of all, Raybar, forty six. Come on, man. He number 46. We're going to have to get that list changed around. We got we got uh, that need, need some adjustments to that. But I tell you what, man, there's some people on that list. Uh, I certainly remember back in the day, uh, Greg Kessler. I remember Jay Vincent. Them boys, them some, them some Magic Johnson boys right there. <laughs> you know, yeah, so. Yeah. Uh, and, of course, probably at the top of the list. I didn't even go through the entire list, but I'm, I'm, I'm going to assume the greatest basketball player in the history of Michigan State University has got to be Mr. Magic himself. What would, what would you say to that, Jay? Oh, no doubt about it. Yeah, yeah. No doubt about it. When you think <laughs> about Michigan State basketball, you think Magic Johnson. Yeah, yeah. You know, I mean, not only did he put uh, Michigan State on the map, but uh, he continues, you know, with his great service and the things that he does, you know, not only for uh, East Lansing, you know, and the campus up there at Michigan State, but, you know, also uh, in the things that he does in the business world, you know, and then also becoming you know, a uh, president of uh, the Los Angeles Lakers. So, uh, you know, uh, Magic is all the way tuned in, man. He's a, uh, you know, an icon and a legend. And, uh, you know, he speaks volumes, man, you know, at whatever he puts his hands in. Yeah, and, and it's interesting that, you know, you talked about, you know, some of the things that, uh, you know, Magic is able to do off the court, you know. Uh, I think when they were handing out the, the, the awards the other night, I, I saw this little clip on Bill Russell, and <laughs> Bill Russell turned to the guys and told them all the big fellas that he would kick their ass, you know, on the <laughs> court. And, uh, you know, they, everybody got tickled about that. But, 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 but one thing about professional athletes is they're all very competitive. But, but I, yeah. be, I believe there is, you know, a degree of which we, we need to stop and take a look at how far we want to take this competition until it becomes dangerous. Because, you know, you, every sport has great athletes that have made such a great impact. And I just felt like sometimes when you when you mention some of the names I'm about to mention, it's like if anybody would ever have a conversation with you, it's like, okay, let, let's not be disrespectful, <laughs> as, the, as right. my man says on the Big Boy Show. You know, let, let, let's, let's, let's not be so disrespectful and let's stop right there. Because when you start mm -hmm. talking about Muhammad Ali, when you start talking about Bill Russell, when you start talking about Jim mm -hmm. Brown, when you start talking about Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, you know, mm -hmm. and, and Jackie Robinson, you know, mm -hmm. uh, and, mm -hmm. and, and I'm going to throw, um, well, yeah, I'm going to throw Michael Jordan in there because whether it's directly mm -hmm. or indirectly, what he's been able to do, you know, some people always say, well, you know, Mike ain't no, you know, I'm going to stop there because the impact that he has had, you know, mm -hmm. there's a lot of people that work for Jordan. A lot of people, Mike has employed a lot of people because of his brand, you know, because right. of what the success that Mike has had on the basketball court. Uh, there are a lot of people who have been employed at different places. A lot of he's driven revenue to a lot of places that benefit a lot of communities. And, and so, right. I, I'm a, so I'm going to throw him in there. Um, but but certainly um, I mentioned that because I think, again, when I when I was speaking with Raymar, I think he was extremely gracious in acknowledging some names that other people may not know. We certainly know that were from our communities 
that he looked right. up to, that he looked up to and, and inspired him. And uh, I don't know if that's unique to Canton, Ohio, but it certainly was something that I remember. And uh, ho- hopefully it, it'll continue because I know you spent some time on the basketball court. And there were a young man that, that you looked up to uh, when you were playing back there growing up. Am I right about that, Jay? Oh, yeah. No doubt about it. Yes. And um, and so I think that's, uh, you know, we'll, we'll continue to use uh, the platform of sports um, to try uh, to try to help uh communities when they're in need because after all uh you were the beneficiary of some of those steak dinners and some of them nice jackets and uh yeah. them nice sneakers <laughs> and all that right. stuff so you enjoyed that and that that program let me ask you something speaking of let's stay on canton ohio in that basketball program you knew the things that they gave you that you earned because you made the team and the facility that you played in and and, and the yeah. steak dinners before did you meet anybody else in your travels once you went on to college that they had a high school program that was anything similar to that? Yeah, that's interesting that you bring that up, man. I can remember going to, uh, you know, Bowling Green, and then I also had an opportunity to play at Kenesha's College. And, uh, you know, um, the high school arena that we played in, man, and the facilities, you know, uh, were, were nicer than, uh, you know, the, the universities that I was at. And, uh, you know, when I was uh, playing college basketball and I had the opportunity to share those types of stories, man, those guys, you know, that I played with, they couldn't believe it. You so know, so you're, 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 that, you're saying the you stuff know, at McKinley there. was better. You're saying the stuff at McKinley was better than some of the places you visited. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I mean, you know, the, the high school arena that we played in, I mean, it said, you know, uh, 4,500, you know, people, almost 5,000 people. And, uh, you know, at, at Canisius College, when I was there, I mean, it may, it may have sat about, you know, 2,000. So, mm. you know, they couldn't believe that, you know, we played in an arena <laughs> that uh, sat more people in high school than it did, you know, on a college level. Mm-hmm. You know, and just like you had talked about, you know, I mean, they, they ran the program in high school at, at Ken McKinley as if we were college athletes, yes. you know. Uh, we, we had those, uh, you know, state dinners that you talked about, you know, we got the jackets and, you know, and the sweatsuits and, you know, and the shoes and, you know, and, uh, you know, and, and a lot of the guys that were coming from high school, you know, that, that played on the college teams that I played on, you know, they didn't have those types of experiences. So we were very fortunate, you know, um, you know, and at the same time, we were spoiled, you know, we were spoiled <laughs> and we were taken care of and, you know, and the community really, really rallied around, you know, high school sports, you know, from the area that we're from. You know, uh, Stark County, you know, is uh, is like a mecca for uh, high school sports, you know. And it's not just uh, McKinley High School, but, you know, there are several other high schools like a Nashland or a Glen Oak, you know, that uh, share in the same types of facilities and uh, the perks in which we got, you know, as uh, high school athletes. Yeah, I, I think that's extremely important um, to explain to people about the fact that this high school, which is Canton McKinley, is, uh, of course, known around the world because of its football program, but it is also known around the world uh, because of its basketball uh, program. And, and, in my, and in my opinion, and that's why I wanted to make sure that I, I spoke to that uh, when I spoke to Raymar, is uh, the education that you receive uh, is not like it's some, uh, you know, third world country education. There are very, uh-huh. it's a very rounded, well-rounded system that prepares you to go on and compete um, uh-huh. at the college level. You know, I certainly did. You did. He did. So uh, uh-huh. I, I think Canton is kind of special in that. Uh, but there are, as, as we talked about off air, there's some things that are going on in the community uh, that is drawing uh, kind of a negative, um, mm-hmm. you know, if you will, just just a, a, a negative conversation around the city. Not positive, yeah. even though there's some good things going on. It's not it's not positive, but there are many of us out here who need to speak up and speak out right. and do some things to make some things change. And I right. and I, I I think we can use sports as that platform. Uh, to do that, and yeah. when we got people like Raymar, who's over in Germany, but but's willing to come back and help out his community, I think that that's, that speaks volumes. And is is it your understanding 
uh, Jay, that there are more people that are interested in coming back and helping in any way they can? Yeah, yeah, there are, there, there are um, a lot of people that, you know, are positioning themselves actually to, you know, start making efforts. You know, I mean, we're, um, we definitely understand, you know, the climate of the city right now, you know, and, and the uh, economic change, you know, which uh, has, has called, caused the city, you know, to have uh, somewhat of a decrease in devalue, you know, and um, what we had stood for in the past, you know. Uh, but it was it was things beyond our control, you know. I mean, uh, the economic collapse that took place, you know, in America, you know, and a lot of the um, industrial jobs, you know, that were in Canton, you know, when you talk about, you know, the Hoover Company and, uh, you know, the electric companies and stuff that were there, you know, it's just a different time and a different area, era in which we live in. But, you know, it's a lot of people right now that want to start putting new innovative and creative ideas, you know, in place, you know, to, uh, you know, spark change uh, within the community and within, you know, the cities in which uh, there, there have been economic changes uh, that, that, you know, are beyond our control. Hey, Jay, hold on right there. We got to take this last break, then we're going to come back. You listen to Rail of Sports on the Voice of America Network. I'm in Phoenix, living like it matters. Jay Keys on the line with me, and we'll be right back. Your internet flagship station for sports, Voice America Sports. So Andy Serling packed his bags, left the city, and is enjoying his temporary digs in Saratoga. But that won't stop us from bringing you Playing to Win, the best online handicapping show for serious horse players. Catch Andy and his great lineup of guests every week throughout the month of August on location from the beautiful Saratoga Racecourse. He and his guests are some of the best in the biz. They bring you new insights to making money, and they tell it like it is. I'm 3-5-1 in this race, but the 3 is very much the one to beat. We're going to completely disagree on this race. I absolutely disagree. Spicer, especially at one to two. And it's anything but the same old horse racing show. This is a nine horse field, but really there are seven donkeys and two zebras. Playing to Win with Andy Serling, a show seriously committed to making more money at the game, but with a personality. This is a dunce cap horse for me. If this horse wins, next week I got the dunce cap on. YouBet.com's Playing to Win, presented by the Daily Racing Forum. Look for it the day before big race days, mostly Fridays. Find a complete schedule in the Daily Racing Forum or click on Playing to Win at YouBet.com. Think you've seen everything there is to see in online television? Let us surprise you. Visit voiceamerica.tv today for sports, health, business, and more on demand 24-7. Your internet flagship station for sports, Voice America Sports. All right, you hear the music, you know the show. You listen to Rail of Sports on the Voice America Network. I'm in Phoenix, living like it matters. Uh, my earlier guest today was uh, Canton's own, the Hall of Fame City's own. It's not football, but it's about basketball. Raymar Morgan. Raymar got him a championship over in Germany this year and walked away with the MVP. His team, of course, uh, just how they do it, they won the championship, winning more games than they'd ever won. And I guess somebody else who used to be a teammate of his at one of the mother schools up north, they've done that too, except they didn't get the championship like Raymar got. So congratulations to my homeboy. Appreciate your man calling in. Uh, we're going to have to get you on uh, some more. Uh, but in the meantime, Jay and I were talking about uh, Canton and, of course, Canton, Ohio, that is, and uh, the innovation and the change that's going to be needed to, uh, to spark uh, some things uh, going forward. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to just segue with some innovation and some change into our topic of discussion because, uh, of course, the NBA draft just happened, Jay, and uh, uh, the Lakers got what they were hoping to get. The Sixers got what they were hoping to get. Uh, I'm just curious, uh, what do you think about the NBA draft and uh, who do you think is uh, going to really come into the league and light it up? Well, I thought the NBA draft was very interesting. Um, and actually, you know, some things that took place uh, that haven't taken place, you know, uh, in the history of the NBA draft, you know, with as many freshmen that had uh, got drafted, you know, in the first round. And actually, uh, as far as like the top 10 picks were concerned, you know, 
So uh, now you, you know, know you know yeah, a lot yeah, of those guys. You know a lot of those guys when when you know from that if they were in that Kobe kind of thing, they would have went straight to the league, right? You figured they would have, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right and so, out of high school, right? They would have you know? been right out of high school. So, but go ahead, I'll let you finish on that one. Yeah. So um, you know, I mean, once again, I mean, it just speaks to the talent and the ability of uh, you know the younger generation and uh, the things that are taking place. You know, not just on the AAU levels, but also in the uh, you know uh, personal development. You know, uh, with the with the uh, youth nowadays. You know, it seems like everybody has you know some type of uh, you know workout consultant and things of that nature. It's more people you know, that are, you know, investing and uh, getting a trainer and uh, they're getting them at an early age. So, you know, um, they're tackling the fundamentals, you know, of the game, you know, quite early, you know, and, and now it's easier to, you know, uh, identify the talent and also see what the competition is out there, um, you know, because of the technology and the advancements of technology with, uh, you know, the YouTubes and, you know, and all of that stuff. So now if you're a player in Ohio, I mean, you can see, you know, what the top level of, of competition is in California. And, you know, and when, when you're able to see that, you know, you're, 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 you're not only do you consciously, you know, uh, make yourself aware of the, of the competition, but it, it, it uh, compels you to get in the gym, you know, to work hard. You know, because you know that that kid in California is putting in that work as well. So that's what we're seeing now. You know, we're seeing, you know, a shift in, uh, you know, the, the young development. And, you know, and it correlated over into the NBA draft this year. And uh, let me ask you something, Jay. Do you, do you think that the, the, the athlete that doesn't have access to all those things you mentioned is he really at a disadvantage, or is the raw kid who just has talent is out on the playground shooting, playing ball night after night, day after day? Is he still got a chance, or is it the technology has taken over? Yeah, I mean they definitely have a chance. I mean, at the end of the day, I mean nothing ever, you know, um, uh, defeats hard work. You know, it's just like they say, you know, what you put in is what you get out of it. You know, and uh, the the hard work is is you know what they're getting out of it. They're reaping the benefits of the hard work. You know, so I mean, you can never um, you know undervalue that. You know, um, regardless to the technology or anything. You know, it's the it's the sweat equity at the end of the day. If you putting the time in and you putting the effort in, you know, into your craft, you know, your craft will develop into a profession. You know, and once you put the confidence behind it, you know, the sky's the limit. And, uh, you know, and that's what's going on. And, you know, and people are beginning, well, not, not just beginning, but, you know, they're starting to reap, you know, the benefits of their labor. Yeah, and I, and I agree with you. I, uh, the hard work, I, I always tell people, you know, when it comes to uh, hard work, it, it, it always pays off. What you, what you put in, that hard work that you put in, will pay off. And so I, I like the guy who's out shooting, you know, hundreds of jumpers and hundreds of foul mm-hmm. shots and running up and down the court. And, you know, when he's playing on, you know, in 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 the park, he's playing defense as well as, you know, scoring. You know, he's, he's working on his all-around game instead of just certain aspects mm-hmm. of it. So, And I, I don't think there's anything better for, and particularly basketball, than playing. I think playing basketball, mm-hmm. and just my personal perspective, will help you. You always want to practice your game, but I think playing uh, really helps uh, a person's game. Obviously, uh, Raymar played uh, a lot, and uh, right. <laughs> so we're happy for him because it, it certainly uh, paid off for him. So uh, mm-hmm. Chris Paul, man, that, let me ask you something about Chris Paul. Does Chris Paul stay put, or do you see Chris Paul mm, sooner or later in another uniform? Well, I mean, it all depends. You know, I mean, he's uh, evaluating, you know, uh, if he wants to chase that championship ring or, you know, if he wants to capitalize on his financial situation. So, you know, it's just a matter of, you know, what's of more importance, you know, to him at this moment, you know, in his career. Obviously, he's made a ton of money, you know, but at the end of the day, you know, with somebody on that type of level and being as competitive as Chris Paul is, you know, he wants to be crowned as a champion. You know, he wants to go down in the history books as a champion because he's already going down in history as one of the greatest 
point guards to ever play the game. You know, you can't take that away from him. He's definitely going to be a first ballot, you know, Hall of Famer. But he's, he's missing, you know, that one piece, you know, and that one piece is, you know, that championship ring. And the interesting thing about, you know, of it all is, you know, with those guys being all great friends, you know, it's hard to try to get that type of championship, um, you know, uh, which, you know, he doesn't have and Carmelo Anthony doesn't have. And, you know, and I talk about the circle of, of friends, you know, uh, and Chris Paul, Carmelo, you know, Dwayne Wade and LeBron James, you know, because those guys, you know, they still won championships as well. You know, even though LeBron has three, you know, and uh, D-Wade has four, you know, but they're still, you know, chasing those championship rings as well. So, I mean, it's, it's just tough, man. I mean, you know, I mean, it's a, it's a league full of wolves, man, you know, full of wolves, you know, and they're all hungry, you know, and one championship ring is not enough, you know, and, and that doesn't even, that, and we're not even mentioning, you know, Golden State, you know, uh, so it's, it's, it's just one of those things that Chris Paul, you know, has to evaluate, has to see, you know, what's the best fit, you know, and ultimately, you know, uh, what's best for his family because, you know, he wants to, you know, secure, you know, his legacy, you know, for his family and, um, you know, and, and, and make sure everything is intact from that perspective. Well, I, I think one thing for sure is because uh, I'll never forget my day was when I was in Philadelphia, and, and I remember when the when the media actually pulled up and and, and captured uh, my man Mo Cheeks uh, as he was uh, pulling up in his driveway, and they informed him that he had been traded from the Philadelphia 76ers. You know, Mo Cheeks is the you know uh, he is the, he is the Mo he he's the uh, when you think about the model the mode of a point guard. A point guard, yeah. old school point guard, that's Mo Cheeks. And Mo got a chance to get his championship ring. I hope that yeah. Chris Paul gets a chance to get his championship ring because he certainly uh, Me too. He does deserve it. Well, Jay, I appreciate you uh, calling into the show, man. As always, you're always welcome. Uh, hopefully you'll join me next week. And, of course, uh, sure. I want to appreciate uh, your family, uh, and that is Raymar Morgan, uh, Canton's family, uh, Raymar Morgan as well, the champion, uh, the MVP, um, of his league over there in Germany for calling in and taking some time uh, to spend with us and, and just share what, what Canton means to him, what his championship means, what his family means, uh, what it means to be a champion and to help out in your community. So thank you for all that. Uh, I think we're going to have to end the show. So of course, as always, uh, you guys tune in next week. Um, I don't know who my special guest will be, but I'm pretty sure Jay will check back with me. So um, got to go. So I'll see you next time which will be the best time. Thank you for spending this hour with Ray Ellis Sports. We hope that you've enjoyed today's conversation. For more information and to write Ray, visit RayEllisSports.com. That's RayEllisSports.com. Be sure to join us again next Tuesday at 1 p.m. Pacific Time, 4 p.m. Eastern, right here on the Voice America Sports Channel.